Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear. Okay. (laughs) I feel like the intro to the podcast should literally be just us all going. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm just getting on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kia ora, everyone, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Culture Vulture. Yes, we are very excited because we've just interviewed Benny. She is amazing. Now, you probably do know her as Benny. I was about to say, you might know her as Stella, but no, you'll know her as Benny. You might even know her from TikTok. Um, Her song, Super Lonely, went super crazy on TikTok, and we sat down with her to talk about TikTok, mental health, what else, Liv? We talked about what her song Find an Island was about, her favourite comfort TV shows, all of that good shit. Also, like, how she visualises her world. Just a whole lot of cool stuff. It was really fun, and she was very relaxed and just awesome, and you should definitely stick around and listen to the chat. Welcome, Stella, a.k.a. Benny, as you're known to a whole lot of fucking people. How are you? Thank you. I'm I'm doing good, thank you. I'm doing good. Yeah. How are you guys? Yeah, yeah, not bad. Good. Quite warm in this recording <laughs> studio. Like, look, if we really want to be honest, quite warm. I know, I'm a bit full. <laughs> yeah, no, be honest, be honest. I mean, who, you can't be like... You're, everyone's as good as they can be right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. This is a safe space. And so. we are warm. That, we is, are. that is how we are. <laughs> We're too hot. <laughs> we are, in fact, too hot. Now, Stella, we wanted to start off to warm you up, to warm us up as we don't need, as we just talked about, with some quickfire questions. The first question, Liv. Okay, first question, Stella. Who is your favourite artist of all time? <sighs> I know this is like the dreaded question for any musician. This is such a difficult question because I, I like. You can give us a few. James Blake. Oh my gosh, love that. I, I was like, I was like, wait, do I even have one? And then I was like, I went to see him at the Hollywood Bowl in LA, and it was, I was just sitting there like mesmerized, just like wondering why like everyone wasn't like jaw dropped. Like, I, oh my god, it was just. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. He's insane. I can actually hear him in your music, I feel. Oh, stop. <laughs> I'm definitely influenced influenced by him. Did you see him defending um, Jamila Jamil on, like, crediting her on his al- latest album and people were coming for her being like, you're just his um, partner, you shouldn't have credits. And she was like, nah, I've been a DJ for, like, eight years. I studied I this. I didn't see that. Yeah, but he did this amazing tweet sort of backing her up. It was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Tell him. So he's a great favourite artist yeah. of all time. Yeah, you'll see that and you'll love him even I more. feel like he's a great guy. And it's like everyone's like, don't be your icons. But I feel like if you were to meet him, you wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So aside from sitting and um, being mesmerised by James Blake, what is your biggest, like, what the fuck kind of pinch me moment? Ooh, uh, um, I think probably when I got, like, when I signed a record deal. 
yeah I feel like that's kind of like a moment when like where most like musicians you know don't ever think that it's going to happen to them or at least I didn't and I think that Mm. that was like a moment when I was like I can make this like my life now like you know there's like people supporting me and, and I mean it's such a huge kind of help because you 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 can't you know you need artists need support and they need you know Mm. they need money (laughs) to like you know as help and so I feel like that was that was probably the biggest like what the fuck is happening to me Mm -hmm. moment oh absolutely you're suddenly like officially a musician well yeah I mean some people do do independent though and saying that and and can do it very well but in my situation you know I was like my family were like scraping money to like make music videos and it was just like yeah. a bit te- a bit tedious so when it was like you know we had Republic who I'm now signed to come I was like oh my goodness like we can actually do stuff and I can you know I can I can tour and, and it's all funded so mm. yeah, that was a, that was a big big thing for me what is your comfort tv show my comfort tv show what's been getting you through the pandemic I mean I just I watched you but I don't know if that was like a comfort tv show yeah, yeah that's like the opposite um what else did I, oh, I watched Made, but that was also really sad. But Yeah, okay. You're reaching for some unique ones, which we love. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I was about to say I also watched Squid Game, but then I'm like, these just keep getting more and more like <laughs> gruesome. I feel like Squid Game was almost like it made you appreciate your own life. So in that way, it was comforting. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's comforting because yeah. we don't have to wake up and go to Squid Game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. No, those are not comfort shows. Maybe like Kath and Kim. I feel like that's always like a go-to. Oh, oh yeah. My God, now look at we're Moe. talking. Oh, look at yes. Moe. <laughs> Spoken to Lucy's heart. Oh, that is a great, great answer. Okay, our last sort of quick fire one, even though we've had follow-ups for every single quick fire one. <laughs> <laughs> is, it's all too interesting. Yes. Okay, is it is it true that your song Find an Island is about your guitarist? And if that's true, I want you to tell the story. Tell the story. Um, yes, I, I mean, I did write it about Tiarea is my um, guitar player. And it was like, it wasn't like a diss track or anything, but it was just we had like, we had like this, this period when we were like, when she was in first year of university and we just kind of like bickered a lot and when we went on tour and stuff, and I just kind of wrote a song about basically like inspired by having an argument with her. So I then kind of took it into this other world where I was like, oh my gosh, like imagine if you could, you know, just tell someone to like fuck off and go to an island where I don't have to see you yeah. again. But it wasn't, wasn't like directed at her. We know amazing. what it's like to work with your friends. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like when you're too close to someone, you love them too much. Yeah, and, and yeah. you want them to go away, but maybe to an island, which is like nice. Yeah. Like, go relax. Like, have a great time and come but back away. when we've sort of simmered. You can't, like, tell your friend to, like, fuck off or, it's, or like, go to an island or, like, go away because it's, like, too, you know, like, if someone... I know, yeah, you, I like, know. <laughs> it hurts. how did she react to the song oh well I just kind of like Loki told her that it was about her and then she was she's She's like oh well we better make it a banger then like you better give me a really good guitar track on it (laughs) oh man it's worse honestly it's worse when you're like in a relationship with someone and you like write a song about something like an argument or something and then they're like wait what what do you or like or like or I wrote a bunch of songs about like my ex and then my second person was like 
are you still thinking like, about them? So it's all yeah. about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sign an NDA. <laughs> no, I can imagine. I've always thought about that because it's so personal. Um, yeah. Now, we obviously run a platform called Shit You Should Care About. So naturally, everyone we jump on the mic with, we ask, what shit do you care about right now? Oh, what shit do I care about right now? Can I just say your page is awesome. And all of that <laughs> shit that you post, I care about. Very entertaining. When I was in LA, the shit that I cared about was the amount of rubbish that was there. That was a big one. It's a given, but like, far out. Like, I'm thinking about like maybe moving there at some point. And I was just like, the amount of litter. I'm like, I don't even mm. know what to do with it. But it just makes me so upset. And um, yeah, that's a big one. Okay, litter bugs. Yeah. Litter bugs. Yeah. Litter bugs. Yeah. That you Absolutely. About, it's um, quite confronting, isn't it? When it you is. It's, and it's just, it's just so sad. It's like, damn, we need to like organize a, a crew to like pick this shit up. Yes, clean Kiwis. Okay, so your latest single, Doesn't Matter, which is a beautiful song, yeah, by the it. way. Absolutely love it. Um, I was wondering, what inspired the song? What inspired the song was being depressed. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> to be honest. Thought that might be the answer. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> to be yeah, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, yeah, I think at, at, the start of the, at, at the start of the year, I was kind of just like, not having a good time and I like went to a psychiatrist because I was like there's got to be something more than just feeling like sad all the time and I found out mm. I was OCD and that was like I don't know it was kind of like I had this like sense of relief because I was like okay now I kind of understand myself better and why I'm thinking about these things that I have realized in the last couple of months my friends don't think like this or whatever um mm. Mm. but yeah I think it was kind of just like understanding my mind better and then realizing you know, I think it's when when people kind of a lot of the time I'll be overthinking or like you know I'll be I'll be freaking out about something. I am a, I am a serious overthinker. You know, I'll be like freaking mm-hmm. about something that's just not even. There's no point in even thinking about it. And people are like, don't worry, like you know, friends are trying to comfort me. And that was when I was like, I don't know, none of this freaking matters. Like I know that, but it's just not. It's just mm-hmm. not the point. It's it's missing the point, and it's just yeah, I don't know, it's just how my brain works. But I think that was kind of what I was writing about. And sometimes when you get like a diagnosis like that, it can, it can, like you said, help you understand your brain better and like appreciate that, yes, other people don't all think like this, but sometimes it helps me like do the craft that I do. Like you must think in some beautiful ways as well to create the art that you do. And it's like reframing it in your own mind to be like, I don't hate myself for feeling like this. I will channel it somehow. Yeah, Absolutely. Totally. I think these sort of things are definitely like a blessing and a curse um, at the same time. But yeah, no, I think you yeah, beautifully. Yeah, gives something to write about. Yeah, exactly. You put it on, into a song in an amazing way. Now, kind of on the same tangent, because we obviously we talk about mental health all the time. We're friends as well as co-workers, as well as having this like weird whopper of a platform yeah. where we just share our personal conversations to a lot of people sometimes, but you also do. So um, obviously you've been releasing, it's kind of now, now annual, your like crying photo dumps on, on Instagram. Now, why do you do this? Because I love it. And why do you feel like it's so important to, to do? Well, I did my second one this year. And mm. I think, I don't know. I, I, don't, I think it was kind of more like a jokey thing last year, but also like, I was like, damn, I, I have this weird habit of when I'm like feeling my lowest and just complete, like just completely feeling like absolute shite. 
Mm. Am I allowed to swear? Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Fuck We're yeah. literally called shit you should care about. <laughs> Go for your life. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I was kind of just like whenever I'm really, really sad, I, re- I record or no, I don't record myself. <laughs> but I take a photo of myself and then I like laugh and then I, and then I cry. But um, I don't know. I kind of like collected them. And then I was like, wait, it would be kind of funny if I actually posted this. And then I was like, I ha- I remembered why I was crying for each part. And then I kind of had this like thing where I like look at them and I'm like, oh, I'm so sad then. And maybe I'm not as sad when I look at the photos. And it's kind of like a nice, it's kind of like a nice thing. But then I was thinking, you know, taking it to social media, I thought was kind of a nice idea because I, I don't know I, I a lot of the time I get lots of comments like oh my god she's so happy and it's like I'm not you know it's like Instagram yeah. is just is just the kind of yeah it's just like the highlights and the kind of you know you don't you're not going to obviously post telling people that you're sad all the time but I thought that it would be important to kind of remind people that you know I am a sensitive being and like a lot of other artists out there who you know like maybe your career is taking off but doesn't mean that you're super happy um and just the response that I got to last year's post I think was you know maybe maybe you want to like kind of keep that dialogue going mm-hmm. is what I said in the in the in the bio and the description but I think um yeah I also got like a couple of a couple of like old men commenting on it last year saying like oh my god you must be so sad like fake depressed and I was oh like actually oh I was just god. like fuck you I will show you depressed like let's fucking go like I posted it this year and I was like here are the fucking pictures. Here we go. go. Twenty twenty one. I am sad. <laughs> yeah, you're also just a human. It's oh, quite yeah. good to remind people that, like, yes, you have like a lot of talent and a big following, but also like that doesn't always equal. No, not happiness. at all. It doesn't mean you're untouchable, and it's just crazy that people think that. Mm. No, yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, mm. I think that the, definitely the response and like the comments you know, that I get on it, I wanted to kind of open it up as like a conversation in the comment thread. Um, and that was really, I mean, really sad, but really nice to see, you know, hear what other people were feeling. And yes. a lot of people were relating. And I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. most of my friends are sad right now. And it's kind of a very much a universal thing, which is terrible, yeah. but, but also comforting. comforting. It's comforting, it is. We're like, yes, bad, yes, it's comforting. <laughs> crying as we're saying it yeah I mean I'm still I'm still confused as to why like it's not talked about as much or like you know if someone says they're sad it's attention seeking like I just feel like there's a stupid like stigma around like speaking about mental health and I just think it's so important to kind of just normalize it and make it like mm. make it something that can be spoken about because so many people are struggling especially given the circumstances right now like why would you be happy right now? For people outside of New Zealand, um, we're in lockdown, which is what Stella's referring to when it's like, why would we be happy right now? It's interesting that you like take a picture of yourself when you're feeling really sad and then you can look back at it and be like, oh, I'm not in that place anymore. Another thing that I've done that my brother actually told me to do is if you're in a really happy place, you take a picture of yourself like when you're feeling really good and then when you're low, you can go back to that picture to be like, oh, I, I can I feel can good. It's honestly really helpful. I, I agree. I definitely you think that like looking back on like videos or like photos and stuff when you're sad when you're like really happy or it's like summer you're like okay three months ago you know it's like we're gonna get there yeah like it's possible yeah for sure so talking about um mental health what is your relationship like between mental health and music like is music a way for you to release your feelings what's it like sitting in those emotions during the songwriting process 
oh, I've had like moments in the last couple of years where I was like, oh my goodness, I really don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't like writing because I think that has been like the the greatest emotional outlet where I can just fully, you know, I don't have to like vent to my friends because I'm still a little bit bad at doing that, but I can just write it and release it to people and, and it's like it's kind of less scary and everyone knows exactly how I'm feeling. So it's like this nice kind of, it's kind of weird, but like it is it is a comforting thing to be able to just write a song and and be I don't know I I don't I've never found it um that difficult to be super vulnerable with songwriting and I think that I'm just so glad that I that I write songs that are about like how I'm feeling and it makes me feel better when I listen to them or it's like looking back at the at the photos when you're happy I feel like I can look Mm. look at like songs I've written like my song happened to me when I was also real anxious and I'm looking at it now and I'm like I'm on fluxetine now and I feel a lot better um, and I've mm. been seeing a psychologist. So it's, it's like that kind of stuff um, uh, that kind of, yeah, I don't know. I, but definitely my mental health, I think, like the music is, is so helpful um, and just being able to have that kind of creative outlet, I think, for many artists helps them to not mm. be so sad. I don't know. For sure. Do you Do you think it's because like you can craft exactly what you're feeling through the song that you feel less vulnerable doing it because you sort of have that like control over how it's expressed? I think so. And I think that, yeah, there's like music, music is such a kind of personal thing and, and, you know, lyrics are are often quite like, you know, they're like, it's all very sensitive and it's all very kind of deep and, and it's kind of, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like uncomfortable writing how shit you're feeling in a song. And like, it feels a little bit awkward sometimes, you know, when my friends are asking me how I am and they're like, how are you really feeling? I've listened to your latest single. I know that you're lying. (laughs) It's really nice um, to hear you say that because I feel like me and Liv talk about this often. Like, do we require artists to like sit in these horrible like states of being, like the tortured artist trope, and like you know, because they create their best work there? And is it like, are we asking that of them? But to hear that it's an outlet and a nice thing for you, when sometimes it's harder to vocalize it in other ways, is like it feels better as being a consumer of those feelings and yeah, that music. Absolutely. It does feel like also really nice just being able to be really honest and then having people be able to relate to that. It feels like you're doing like it's it's what I'm wanting to be doing with my job. Yeah, like you're in it together mm-hmm. and you're making people feel connected, which is the magic of music. We love music. Now, you have collaborated with some, to be honest, some really fucking cool people. This is a bit of a two, two-parter. Who was your favourite person to collaborate with? And then who is your dream collaboration with? Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, I can't, I can't say that I have a favourite, but I'll say that when I, when I collaborated with Grimes, mm. that was like a, that was another what the fuck moment. And I remember like listening to it in the car because it came up, um, on mum because mum only plays Benny when she when I'm in her car. <laughs> That's great. I know sometimes she rocks up to my house with like soaked blasting. I'm like, <laughs> um, but no, bless um, proud mama, bless mama. Yeah, no, my, my the song came on with Grimes on it, and I was like, how in the world is that even like a thing? Because I'm such a huge fan. So I think that was that was it. It was definitely a highlight. Um, mm. But what was the second question? Your dream collaboration is it James Blake? I mean, yeah, it is. I, I don't want. I don't, I don't ever want him to know 
how much of a fan I am of his. Because oh well, he listens to this, so that might be a problem. No, <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. We'll make sure to send it. To I've got to keep my cool. He can't know how uncool I am. Oh, he definitely We've got a censored version just for James Blake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we cut all out the all the shit. Is cut out. Change yeah. it to a different name. Oh, yeah. Um, but aside from James Blake, anyone else? Anyone else? Um, imagine if I was like, nah. Um, oh, yeah, there are tons. I mean, I would love nah, to I'm work with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sort of fine by myself. <laughs> I'm sort of smashing it. Imagine if I actually said that. Like, some people actually, like, sometimes when they talk to, honestly, when I talk to musicians, it's like they do have this, like, different kind of level of confidence where I'm like. With the ego of the <laughs> superiority complex. You know, I don't know. Um, who else would I like to work with? Oh, oh, okay. I went and saw Burner Boy. And um, when I was also in LA, and it was wicked. Like it was actually next level. This is a question that I'm really, um, I'm really interested in. This your music has such a distinct visual world that comes with it. Like, do you conceptualize that yourself? What's your role in it? Yeah, no, really, with like visuals and everything in music videos, it's it's mainly stuff that I've kind of come up with. Um, I'm directing a video for you Ooh. or for someone for me. Else? It's coming up shortly, which I'm excited about. Um, but yeah, even like tour posters and stuff, like are always kind of from a vision. Like the way that you visualize your music, like they just go hand in hand. It's amazing. Like when I see a new video by you, I'm just like, that's exactly what I pictured in my head when I was listening. So it's fucking sick. Now, Liv's really interested in the visuals. I'm really interested in TikTok. So when I first got on TikTok, like, I think it was lockdown last year, obviously you were, like, the original TikTok sound. Like, Super Lonely was literally every second fucking video, which we love. And it's, it's honestly, it's kind of amazing. I wonder, like, what do you think about all of that? Like, did it change your career? Did you start writing songs that were, like, good for 30 second grabs like you know what give us the experience yeah I mean it definitely changed my career um I think it kind of you know it was very new at the time I think to the music industry and it was kind of like a like I didn't even know what was happening and I didn't know what TikTok was when it kind of first started taking off and it was just being sent videos and I was like what is this is it like wine or something and then I obviously downloaded it and then I started binge watching videos of people like with their hamsters like crawling up their arms and I was like what the fuck am I watching right now but um yeah it was entertaining and I was like damn like I spend too much time on this app but um no I mean it completely changed um my career because it just brought this whole new audience um you know of quite young of quite young kind of like (laughs) weird kids which was awesome um you know into the kind of into the picture do you get paid each time someone uses your sound or like do you know how that works within the industry or is it just like free game you don't get paid so that's like the one thing about tiktok is that like artists don't get paid but i guess it redirects them to spotify and it's almost like advertising isn't it but yeah, yeah, it's not the perfect solution. And you see, like, I'm pretty sure that, like, little mazics kind of blew up in TikTok. So it's like, it, it kind of, mm. it definitely does. It definitely works out for the artists. But um, no, I haven't, I haven't really made a song for TikTok. I feel like when you, like, pre-calculate that stuff, it doesn't work. Yes. 
Exactly. Oh, it's not authentic. No. And people are like, no. oh, I can feel 15 seconds. That's just meant yeah, to be a dance You can hear that throughout songs now all the time. Speaking of the music industry, what has your experience been like? Because I know that you've started your own label. Yes, I have started my own label. My experience in the industry, I think, I don't know, I think a lot of the time I'm like, what the fuck? Like this is, I mean, I think definitely being a woman in the industry just makes you kind of like angry sometimes because like, you know, when I was first starting out, the only thing that people would comment were like comparisons. And I'd just be like, I just feel, I don't know, I just feel like guys don't have to deal with half of the shit that female artists have to deal with. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that makes it like difficult and just makes you want to like slap someone. But then I kind of with the <laughs> with the olive stuff, I was like, okay, I, w- I want to make something. I want to make a label that is artist focused and that is female led. Um, and I think that you know, I, I think that was kind of stemmed from sitting there and, and you know being like, oh, this industry is led by you know by old white men, and then I want to make yeah. I want to make I want to make a change, and I want to kind of have a point of difference. And and for 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 the artists that I find, who I think are really great, and I think that um, I love working with women, and so I think mm-hmm. that that was a big also a big thing for me. So I started this little label and signed a couple of artists. Um, this guy called Maroki, and there's a Tuesday, who are a really cool little crew. But um, I don't know. I think yeah, it's it's also been like incredible, kind of being able to work with like-minded people in the industry because you kind of you know as soon as I got into it I realized how many people were just you know working with creators and working with people who love music and who are passionate about music I think you know I wouldn't definitely wouldn't want to be working anywhere else Mm. yeah that's amazing it's so cool that you can sort of like get in the industry see what's going on see what you don't like about it and then sort of do your own thing and make it better which is yeah yeah yeah. exactly that's fucking awesome Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. awesome. Also, it's really funny because I was just thinking back to when you asked if you could swear on the podcast and, like, our first – one of our first questions was what's your what the fuck moment? And you were like, (laughs) what's my what the fuck moment? Like, none of us – it's just so, like, normalised in our language that we didn't realise we'd been been doing it. I never never don't swear, to be honest – I really don't ever not swear. Just be you. I've got a potty mouth. Yeah. Yep. So, so do we. So do so. we. We made a business off of having yeah. a potty mouth. <laughs> now, our last question, Stella, is what is next for you? What can we look forward to? What What's happening? Well, I've just been away for a month making music, mm-hmm. um, which was very exciting and has definitely made me more confident about the new content. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a, ho- there's a whole lot of new music that I'm um, that I'm very happy with at the moment and it'll be coming out shortly and then obviously I think next year's looking like shows are going to be a possibility so I am yeah that's kind Aww. of that's playing new music at shows it's going to be what's next for Benny Oh, I'm really excited. Very exciting. Yeah. There'll be a song so called exciting. Litterbug on the, yeah. on the next album. You'd have to give us royalties. <laughs> no, we'll sign a contract after that. <laughs> no, but honestly, being in New Zealand makes you appreciate how, how clean it is here compared to the some parts of the world. Oh, absolutely. Well, this has been wonderful. We will let you go back to quarantining or like back to being in lockdown in Auckland. Back to nothing. <laughs> back to nothing. Yeah, no. We've loved this. Thank you so much for coming. And everyone should go and stream. Doesn't matter. Oh, absolutely. 
It's a fucking fantastic song. Um, yeah, thanks so much for talking to us, Stella. It's been love wonderful. your work, guys. Thank you for talking to oh, me. Likewise, at you. Honestly, love. I'm obsessed with it. Oh, absolutely. Like too. as if I wasn't already a fan. I'm now such a fan. Just always so shocked how normal everyone is that we interview. They're just like wow, normal just humans, box standard people, but really, really fucking cool people. Really cool. Really talented. Now, everyone, if you haven't heard a new song, doesn't matter. You should definitely go and listen to it because it's a beautiful song. It's really beautiful. It's like quite ethereal. Yes. And sort of calming. But yes. Enough. Yeah. I agree. I love it. Such a good song. And as always, you can find us on Shit You Should Care About. You can find me on the other end of the morning newsletter. And we'd love to see how you guys listen. So please post it to your story or send us photos, whatever. It's our favorite part. It seeing is. you. Yeah. Tell us what you thought. See you next week. Bye.